Welcome to the St. Michael Fall Podcast Series. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is God is doing a new thing. Following our 75th anniversary celebration, St. Michael is refreshed and renewed for a bright future. Now, God is calling us to make new commitments in our faith and in our community. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7. When Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion there had a slave whom he valued highly and who was ill and close to death. When he heard about Jesus, he sent some Jewish elders to him, asking him to come and heal his slave. When they came to Jesus, they appealed to him earnestly, saying, He is worthy of having you do this for him, for he loves our people, and it is he who built our synagogue for us. And Jesus went with them. But when he was not far off from the house, the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. Therefore, I did not presume to come to you, but only speak the word and let my servant be healed. For I also am a man set under authority, with soldiers under me, and I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and the slave does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turning to the crowd that followed him, he said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. When those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. Soon afterwards, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went with him. As he approached the gate of the town, a man who had died was being carried out. He was his mother's only son, and she was a widow, and with her was a large crowd from the town. When Jesus saw her, he had compassion for her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came forward and touched the buyer, and the bearers stood still, and he said, Young man, I say to you, rise. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized all of them, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen among us, and God has looked favorably on his people. The word about Jesus spread throughout Judea and all the surrounding country. Here ends the reading. I'm sure it wouldn't surprise you to know that surveys show most people pray when they're in trouble. And we've all experienced difficult circumstances or scary moments, those moments that bring us to our knees, as they say. And when we hit those low points, we often cry out to God. Even if our prayers aren't elegant or articulate, even when all we do is cry out, oh God, help me, we understand deep in our bones that God can help. But what about when we aren't in the middle of a crisis? What happens when the moment of crisis passes and we're still left in the middle of pain and heartbreak, but not quite the adrenaline rush of a true crisis? How often do we find ourselves stuck in the middle, stuck in a bad situation, but we choose not to call out for God? Now, it's easy for us to reduce God to someone who does and does not do stuff. It's easy to think about God like an all-powerful judge looking down upon us and deciding whether we should or should not get what we want. I've had countless conversations with people who are disappointed or mad at God for not answering their prayers. In reality, 
When most people say God didn't answer their prayers, what they're really saying is that God didn't give them what they want. Today, we see a far more nuanced view of God. In today's gospel, Jesus heals twice, back to back. In the first story, Jesus is asked to help a slave, a person who works for a Roman. Now we can assume that the Roman centurion is someone who doesn't have much spiritual context to understand Jesus, but it seems pretty clear that the centurion definitely understands that Jesus can do amazing things. Jesus begins to go to the centurion's house and is stopped along the way with a scene of true humility. Lord, they say, do not trouble yourself, for I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof. But then, the centurion follows up his message with an idea that captures Jesus' true being when he says, Only speak the word, and let my servant be healed. The centurion knows that Jesus can do anything, and that he has the divine power of God in him, and because of his faith, Jesus heals the slave. Immediately following that healing story, Jesus walks right up to a dead man and tells him to rise, and he comes back to life. The story of raising a man from the dead comes without any prompting from his family or friends. No one asks Jesus to do anything. Jesus simply walks up, comforts the man's grieving mother, and then raises him back to life. Now, when these two stories are put side by side, they give incredible insight into God's nature. God acts in the world. God makes and impacts the world, but God does so in God's time and in God's way. That truth may leave us a bit frustrated. It would be so much easier if we could say the right words or do the right thing in the right way and get God to act. But no, we have been shown over thousands of years, especially by Jesus himself, that God does what God will do in God's time. And yet, we do matter. God isn't acting in the world in spite of us. In fact, God acts in the world because of and through us. You and me, we are vessels of God's goodness and love in the world. We are the ones who act in faith to bear God's goodness to all those we meet. When Jesus commanded his disciples to love God and love one another as ourselves, Jesus was revealing a profound truth. We are part of God's work. We are the ones who bear God's love to one another. We are the ones who heal in mysterious ways. Yes, it's true, God may never give us exactly what we want when we want it, but God's love for us pours out over us in good times and in bad, through laughter and through tears. You and I, we are part of God's amazing work. So how will you do some of that good work today. Amen. Please join me as we continue in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. 
We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.